Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Salia. And you're listening to It's Not What It Looks Like. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the It's Not What It Looks Like podcast. I'm your host, Christopher, and today we are going to be talking about senior advice. So back to school is, well, it's now, it's right around the corner. Um, and there are a lot of people who are making their transition to junior and senior year. Um, and a lot of people, honestly, um, kind of don't know what to do because in my opinion, junior year is the hardest year um, and kind of so is senior. Um, and so we wanted to bring on uh, two people um, from our blog writing team to talk a little bit about um, the advice that is commonly given to senior students. So we are going to be um, reviewing advice that we found from BuzzFeed articles and we're going to be ranking it on a scale of 1 to 10. And the reason why we're doing this is because there's a lot of confusion uh, around advice that, you know, is either true or not true. When you hear advice, you know, especially when it's given to students, maybe either freshman or sophomore, you kind of don't know if it's true or not. And we're going to be keeping a real honest opinion um, about the different pieces of pieces of advice that we're going to read. And so to do this, you know, with credibility, um, we're going to be having one sophomore student um, who is from our blog writing team, two seniors, me and Celia, and then one freshman from college. So we're going to be having a wide variety of people um, in their educational journey to kind of get that there. Um, Before we dive into the episode, I have a couple of things I want to get um, out of the way. Uh, first off, I know, um, you know, going back to school, it can be very stressful. Um, it's It was very stressful for me, and it still is. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty uh, and worry during this time, because we're doing something new that we've never done before. We're going back to school during the middle of the pandemic. So, I do want to shout out our resources highlight tab on our Instagram. Um, we have a bunch of different resources on there. Um, you can go to our Instagram, inwill, I-N-W-I-L-L dot P-O-D, and you can click on that resources tab and you can find um, you can find the, the resources that we think are the best, a little bit about them and how to access them. And you can also find their social media handles on there too. Um, in context of this episode, I would recommend you take a look at headspace.com or you could find them on social media at Headspace. Headspace is a mindfulness and meditation platform. They host an app for Android and uh, iOS phones, and they have over a thousand meditation and mindfulness resources, ranging from academics to personal stress and mental health management, movement, and so much more. I also want to highlight that a lot of their content on their uh, on their app and on their website is free, um, and so that's great for students. And but if you do want to access all of their content, you will have to pay. Um, but it is really surprisingly cheap, and, and in my opinion, it's really worth it. Um, so go to headspace.com to learn more. I also want to add that there, you know, there's a lot of people who are going back and dealing with new emotions that probably haven't come up before because this is so new. And so I want to shout out BetterHelp. Um, you can find them on social media at BetterHelp or go to BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp is a platform that provides mental health and therapy services for low cost and still making sure that you find the best match for you. And they're trained and licensed as well. So BetterHelp is probably one of the best ways um, to access therapy. Um, other than that, be sure to follow our socials. Um, inwill.pod is our handle for everything. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm super excited for today's episode because we get to either roast or praise advice. Like it's going to be super like polarized. I'm super excited. So let's dive right into it. So welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the It's Now What It Looks Like podcast. I'm your host, Christopher. And today I have two to three blog writers here for Inwell Studios. Um, so first off, Sophia, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Sophia Johnston. I am the blog writer and manager of Inwell Podcast. And then Matthew, go ahead and introduce yourself, too. 
Hi guys, I'm Matthew Renewing. I'm one of the blog writers and editors here at Nicole Podcast. Great. Okay, so we're going to start off with um, a game segment. But because Sophia was here um, in our last episode, we're actually going to do Would You Rather instead, um, instead of this or that questions, which is what we normally do. So let's get into it. Um, and again, there's like there's like no um, like easy questions. These are all like straight up just completely hard. Okay, so would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? Um, I'll go first. Okay. I think because I like food too much. Okay. Um, I would rather have no taste because I need um to see color. Wow. <laughs> and would you would you rather know the date of of your death or the cause of it? Date, definitely. The date as well. Would you rather change the future or the past just by reimagining it? And would you rather give up your salary for the next five years or give up everything you have in the bank right now? Um, I'm broke, so probably everything in my bank, which is nothing. What do I? Same, because I have nothing as well. <laughs> um, and if would you rather, or sorry, yeah, would you rather want to talk to animals or speak all human languages? Okay, and would you rather always have a full battery for your phone or always have a full tank of gas for your car? I say tank of gas just because gas costs more than charging. Mm-hmm. Um, full battery because I don't have a car. So. <laughs> um, and would you rather go blind or go deaf? And then finally, would you rather work a high-paying job that you hate or your dream job with only enough money for basic necessities? I really want to have my dream job, so probably the second one. Mm. Same here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and speaking, I mean, so we're talking about um, advice. Um Right now, you know, we're start the class of 2022 um, is starting their last year of high school um, and the class of 2025 is starting. Um, and so there's or 2026, I believe, actually, I don't you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, so there's it really doesn't. But so there's a lot of like seniors in college and high school giving um freshman's advice because high school can be pretty daunting and scary. Um, so we're actually going to be reviewing um, advice from adults and then also reviewing advice from seniors in high school. Um, and so we're going to be breaking it up into two. Now we're going we're to have to score these uh, pieces of advice. We're going to be scoring them on a scale of one to 10 and we're going to be scoring about practicality. So how practical and applicable is the piece of advice that I read off and also how authentic is it? So does this person actually know what they're talking about or is it, is it really just not even true? So are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I really hope these are like true genuine nuggets of wisdom, but we're about to find out. <laughs> I mean, they're for Reddit. So, <laughs> so this first one says i've said this before but it's important when someone says you can't do something in your life it means they couldn't do it not that you can't where would you guys score that from one to ten and why um, i feel like that's good um 
good piece of advice, but I'm gonna give it a two just because I don't think it's universally true. I think there are a lot of people, especially teachers and parents, that do have a really good understanding of what you can and can't do. And I think listening to them so that you don't waste your time is right. a good idea. Right. What about you, Sophia? I'll give it a five because I feel like it still holds a lot of truth. Mm -hmm. Mainly because I've encountered people who have said that, and I did this. I did that, and it came out to be really good. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I do agree with uh, Matthew on that. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people do know what they're talking about and would want to like um, have that kid teenager not do the same thing that they they did right and then um and then i also want to hear like okay so i'm hearing five which is like both of your guys's scores are not that high um and i i actually have to agree because this isn't universally true um i get where it's going but yeah like just what matthew said it's not true for everybody okay so this next one says it's okay to say no to anyone. Do not let anyone in your life guilt trip you into doing something that you don't want to do or that you are uncomfortable with. What would you rank it, Matthew? Um, I give this out of ten. Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking on ten out of ten just because I think it's important not to listen to what other people are saying just because you are your own self. Right. Um, once again, other people's input is sometimes valuable. So nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, I'd give it an eight out of ten, mainly because I, I get what they're trying to say. Um, yeah, you do have to have like a sense of self-importance mm-hmm. that you that you um, can be able to say no to people, especially in um, authority. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, you should still, like, try to be communicative with that person or those group of people um, and understand where they're trying to come from. And if they're trying to come from, like, a place where, like, they're judging you mm-hmm. and, or, like, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so. would, I would, I want to rank it, like, a 10 out of 10, but... I, I also, I, I think it's important to, I really do think it's important to say no. Um, but I also think it's important to evaluate why you're saying no. Um, and so this kind of doesn't like talk about that. Um, so I would probably rank it somewhere around a seven or an eight. So, yeah, I guess. right. So this next one says, if you don't have a passion yet, try learning new skills. You might, you just might find uh, your passion or at least something that you're good at. Just mm-hmm. because how else are you going to find things that you're passionate about and that you're good at? Like in middle school, I had no passions and I was really worried about right. where I was going to go with my life. Yeah. But going into high school, I joined clubs. I started doing other extracurriculars and I found a lot of things that I liked and that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I rank it 10 out of 10 because like, um, I think everyone has like a passion for something and right. it could be like off the wall. But they just, some people just haven't found what they're passionate about. And that's why um, people should try to, like, explore stuff on what's, like, out there. Um, I found my passion for neuroscience from, like, the most, like, unusual place, which was, like, um, in a manhwa. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. This next one I really don't want to read because, like, it's kind of a tongue twister just the way that they wrote it. So I'm going to try and read this without having, like, bumbling what I'm going to. So this next one says, it's exactly as lame not to do something you want to do because it's too mainstream as it is to do something only because the cool kids are doing it. really was a lot right this um, one's a little confusing <laughs> i give it a 10 out of 10 um right I think just do whatever you want to do right 
What about you, Sophia? Um, okay, I'm gonna give it a, a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, not because it's like a tongue twister, but <laughs> I feel like it. I don't know. Like, I think that they what they're saying is like correct, but also not correct. I I don't really know. Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, so we'll move on to the next one, which is not a tongue twister, thank God. Um, the measure of whether someone has the potential to be a new friend of yours is not whether they are uh, like a bunch uh, the the oh, okay, this one is a tongue twister. We gotta restart this one. Screw this one. Um, <laughs> let's try that one again. The measure of whether someone has the potential to be a f- new friend of yours is not whether they like a bunch of the things you like. I give this a nine out of ten. Okay. Um, once again, I think it's really great. Um, you don't want a bunch of people surrounding you that only think like the same things that you do. Right. You never exposed anything new, but um. I think it's good to have a couple friends that do like the same things that you do so that you can talk to them about them. Right. What about you, Sophia? So I give it like a 6 or a 7 out of 10. Um, right. Because I think like, just be like, you can click from someone with someone because they like the things that you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think making like friends, um, new friends, uh, shouldn't have a measure to it. Right. Uh, rather how you just like get to know them and how you react when you're around each other. Right. This, yeah. this, I love this next one because it's super simple. And also it's something I've said all the time on this podcast. Failing is okay. Um, I think I would give this one a five out of 10. Whoa. Okay. I, I, Okay, let me explain myself. All right. Um, I love this quote. I love this idea that failing is okay because it is okay. Success, a failure is not the opposite of success. It's the step in success. It's the persistence through failure. But I think, unfortunately, our society has made it so that failure isn't as acceptable. And if you fail at one thing, you might be labeled as a failure. And I think just society has made failure unacceptable. Right. By you, Sophia. So I give this like a seven or eight out of ten. I failed many times. <laughs> like as a now eighteen year old, I I can tell you this: like failure is okay, like mm-hmm. because like it's more of like a learning lesson. Like unless right. you fail and then you drop dead. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think that this like quote holds a lot of truth because. Mm-hmm. Just because you fail at something doesn't mean that um, you're never going to succeed. Right. Because, like, I'm now going to college and I failed, like, a lot of my classes, a mm-hmm. lot of, like, certain things in life. And um, and here I am. I am literally doing, like, a lot of stuff that I really love. You're doing and- a very difficult major, too. Like, extremely difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and... Like, I feel biology, okay? <laughs> doesn't mean that, like, it's a reflection of myself and me being a failure. Like, and I do agree with Matthew that um, society does label someone, like, who fails as a failure or is not worthy. And I feel like it more has to do, that should be reformed. <laughs> society needs to be reformed. Right. And, um, I think sharing that feeling is okay um, is really good advice like right. for students especially mm-hmm. because um, schools tend to like say how like if you're failing you will never like succeed into the next level. Ugh. I can hold that, okay? Right. Um, and I was told like if you don't pass this test like will never go to college and you'll be like, a homeless um like person wow. <laughs> um and that was like a teacher that said that to me yeah it's it, 
I'm here. I'm here right now. <laughs> I'm going to college. You know. Yeah. And I think that this needs to be. This quote needs to be integrated in a lot more um, social groups. Yeah. This, it's it's actually like crazy to me to see. You know, because like I look at how many times that I've been told that like I won't even make it past like my junior year and I'm a senior and I have a pretty good GPA, but like having good grades, like, you know, have, being that quote unquote ideal student that has like all A pluses, some fucking hell, um, it really doesn't mean a lot because, I, you know, my GPA was lower um you know, last year, but it's, but like, and it's because I failed a bunch of stuff, but failure isn't always a bad thing. Failure does become a bad thing though. When you drop dead, like Sophia said, that's when it becomes a bad thing and you don't learn and rebound from it. This next one is probably, it's a lot truer than you think. So think about it before you respond. If you have the option, learn a second language. It's good for your brain, and it's a lot easier when you're young. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, you can call because, <laughs> like, I have a lot to drop. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. Um, I give this a 10 out of 10. Right? So uh, second yeah. um, I'm, learning, like, I'm not doing very well, but I'm not going to do that. I'm to I can tell you, it's definitely helped a lot. Not only working your brain, it's also opens me up to a lot of different cultures, and it really prevents you from forming ethnocentric view on society. And I think it's just really good every way. Go learn a second language, guys. Right. Okay, I give this a ten out of ten. Right. Um, it is needed in every single space, like especially when you're an adult who's going to enter the workforce. Um, you can get paid more. Yeah. And, um, it opens way more opportunities for you as does having a native language. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And also you can like connect with other students, other people around the world. And it's really like, I love language. It's so intricate and it's so cool to learn like what the meaning of words are like and how it can be different or how it can be the same right and yeah (laughs) um so this next one like this next one i think (sighs) wait hold up um This next one is going to be very controversial because it depends on where you live. So, like, for example, like when you're in. okay, you know, let me read it first and then I'll go on my rant. So it says when you get to driving, realize that the laws of physics do also apply to you. Slow down and don't horse around when you're driving. You're driving a very heavy machine at speeds we did not evolve to deal with. Overall, be safe. So um, it's I feel like. If you've ever been to California, it you you will know that not only traffic is insane, but also the way that people drive in our state is insane. It's oh God, no. so I remember I rem, I don't remember I remember okay, so I remember when somebody um one of my friends uh from school used to live in like Michigan or something. And so when they started driving here, they realized how dangerous Californians are um, because of this reason, because like the normal, like the unspoken speed limit of the road is like 80. So let me just make that clear. Um, Matthew, what do you have to say about this one? Um, I rate this one a nine out of 10. Um, I, I was leaning towards 10 out of 10 before you said that. And I realized, oh yeah, it is different. Yeah. Depending on where you live. But like, if you think about it, I think it's about 15% of all deaths from car accidents are from teens, and 15% doesn't seem that big, but when you're considering that's basically, like, only 16 and 17 and 18-year-olds. Right. 18-year-olds are technically adults, so it's only 15 and 16-year-olds. Um, and 17. Two years. Yeah, it's not that, it is not that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, to constitute 15% of all car-related um, deaths. And, like, also consider, like, how many people die in crosswalks. Like, you will, cannot, like, I can't even count how many times I have almost died in a crosswalk. 
Yeah, it's crazy dangerous. Um, so this next one says, if you can start trying to save money now, you will definitely thank yourself later on. We don't have anything. I'm not giving up my salary for the next five years. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Sophia, <laughs> I hear you laughing. So, do you want to explain? Yeah, I give us a ten out of ten because, like, don't do what I did. Okay, like I worked my ass off as like like when I was a teenager, and I. <laughs> I spent, I spent so much of that money on, like, clothes and books and <laughs> try to save early. Right. Um, you will think yourself. You will probably, at 18 years old, you will probably have more money than I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> this next one says, while you shouldn't believe those who say that uh, high school is going to be the best years of your life. Try to make the most of it and enjoy the ride. Also, don't be ashamed of your hobbies and passions. Anyone who makes fun of that can go fuck themselves. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I regarding the first part about um, making the most of it, I think that's just true about any walk of life. I try to think of everything in like once in a lifetime opportunities. Like, I only have one chance to ever be a ninth grader or a tenth grader. Right. And if you think about it that way, you're only going to have an opportunity to do all these things, no matter where you are in life. So, right. make the most of every day. And regarding the second part, don't be ashamed of anything about you. I mean, it's part of yourself. Don't mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. What about you, Sophia? Yeah, it was a 10 out of 10, too, because, like, um, I, like, during high school, like, if I just been studying all the time, I wouldn't have, like, experienced all the stuff that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, yeah, unless your passions are murder, um, <laughs> yeah, just go, like, try to go further with it, you know? Um, and... Anyone who says otherwise can go fuck themselves. <laughs> she said if you had your passion is murder. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, moving on. Um, this next one we're definitely gonna practice right now. Um, learn to trust your gut when you find yourself in strange situations. If something feels wrong or off, it probably is. Don't go along with something if it feels wrong. Who's going first? Um. I'll take the one. I want to give this a 5 out of 10 just because I think... Whoa. Okay. Okay. I think, I think everything, all decisions in life should be a mix of your gut and logic. I don't think you should just be trusting your gut on everything because I feel like... It didn't say just trust your gut. Sorry, sorry. Okay, debate. Ugh. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Okay. Um, in that case, I will give this one. Formal protest. Um, if it means learn to trust your gut more, then sure, 10 out of 10, go. Listen to your gut. I think oftentimes it's right. But don't forget that you have to think about your decisions as well. Okay, I'm giving this a 6 out of 10. The reasons are is because a lot of times... Um, trusting your gut can be um, like um, misinterpreted as, like as anxiety as well. Um, yeah. And like that nervousness can be like can like drive or like cause paranoia, and um, like um, <laughs> even delusions in some cases. But um, so I think that like if you feel uncomfortable like in a situation that is called for that yeah trust your gut but if you feel uncomfortable because you're scared of something like so if 
you don't want to go to this, like, let's say this interview because either like, because you feel anxious, then you should still try it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it all depends on the situation. Okay, can you first of all like can we like just consider that for this for a moment? This was from adults. Like this is way better than I thought. <laughs> okay. So, we're on to our last one before we end uh this first half here. So, most of your friends are the product of geographic convenience. Just because you grew up being friends with a neighbor or a fellow student doesn't mean you owe them your underlying loyalty when they start treating you like shit. This one hits so different. Uh, Matthew, go ahead. Um, I give this one eight out of ten, nine out of ten. Right. Uh, once again, um, I was going, thinking about going ten out of ten just because you don't owe anybody anything. But I think also a little part of me is like, well, you don't exactly know what's going on in life. You can talk with them. I mean, you've been friends for a long time. I don't. I don't see them turning on you that easily. Right. What about you, Sophia? So I, give this, I give this a 10 out of 10. Okay. Well, because, like, um, I have, like, friends basically all over the country. But <laughs> wow, um, weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, um, yeah, like, I agree with, Matt, with what Matthew said. Like, you don't owe anybody jack shit. Like, yeah. you know? You really don't. And I, I think I think that's the problem with, I mean, so like, I know I really had this struggle because like all of my friends, like, let's be honest, I've only, I only have four true friends besides you guys and everybody at our team. Um, it's all of my friends have been my, like all of my friends from childhood were not the product of geographic location. Like I, I've met, I met want two of my best friends um at the same school but they but both of them moved so i know that it's not the product of only geographical location because one of my friends moved like 40 miles and the other one moved like 170 so <laughs> several states over and we're still very close friends and so that does tell me that there's something different besides that the other thing too like and thank you sophia for saying this you don't owe your friends jack shit just because you went to the same fucking biology class as them end of story <laughs> end of story um <laughs> I, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah i mean i don't know why people think that like you you have to be like 100 percent loyal with them when they're when they're like talking shit about you or starting unnecessary drama, it's time to leave because your, your mental and your physical energy are precious and it's time just to leave, like just leave. It's done. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that because like, well, I really don't have like any like best friends per se. Like um, I just like met people all over the world, but I consider them my friends. Um, and I don't really understand that uh why like some people feel that they are owed something because they grew up with someone <laughs> right um, yeah i i don't understand right that concept. yeah okay so now we're gonna move into reading pieces of advice that's uh that is specifically made for high schoolers trying to make decisions about college um so i feel like i really hope these are from younger people or people in college and not like full like full grown adults who've been out of college for a little bit um but we're about to find out um so this this one reads uh <laughs> nobody is required to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives at 17. <laughs> uh, can i go first yeah okay um yeah, I give this like a nine out of ten because, like, um, like how I said before, like nobody, like, you know, like, oh, not a lot of people actually know what to do for the rest of their lives, and um, there's no like strict path that uh, you must take. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of times like you change your career like um choice as well as majors um and minors and for me i actually um like i just wanted to be a clinical psychologist before um but now i want to be um a researcher in psychology and neuroscience so Mm -hmm. yeah i did that like a nine or ten out of ten what about you matthew I definitely agree. I give this one a 10 out of 10. I think it's 75% of college freshmen um, are un- have undecided majors or they change their major at least once. Yeah. And I think it's just completely normal to not have a plan for what you're going to do for the rest of your life. I mean, that's a really big decision to make after only 17 years of living. And um, I also think that making decisions on what you want to do for the rest of your life too early on um lead to what's called i think it's identity foreclosure where basically you um, don't even consider options or opportunities outside of your plan simply because they don't fit into your plan that is that's amazing (laughs) um so this next one reads the sat is not the only way to get into public college First of all, this one is so true. Um, but Sophia, what do you think? Okay. Um, yeah. So this is like, okay, I'll give it a 10 out of 10 because I never took the SAT. <laughs> I <laughs> never did um, either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just shit, okay? Like, the amount of work you have to put towards a fucking test is just shit. So I, I left that program that I was in. Um, like the SAT prep and um yeah now I'm going to college (laughs) right so yeah I did take the ACT but I never used that oh uh what do you think Matthew I give this one a nine or ten out of ten I think the SAT is really stupid um I haven't taken the SAT I'm too young still oh um, no I think it really doesn't test anything other than your ability to take the SAT, which is kind of ridiculous. And right. I think now already, um, California public schools, I think the UCs don't even consider SATs anymore, or they yeah. don't require it at least. Yeah. Um, I just think it's really dumb. The only reason I gravitate towards a nine is simply because um, I feel like some colleges do consider it, and it's like not like a completely useless thing. I just don't think it's a great use of time studying for the SAT. Right. So this next one says, look for someone attending or who attended the college you want. What do you think, Sophia? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Um, <laughs> and it gave me nothing. <laughs> so maybe like a five out of 10, but um, yeah, I did talk to someone and I did look for someone who um, because I originally wanted to go to Princeton University. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually found someone who attended that. And they gave me all sorts of advice. And I still haven't gotten but probably due to my mistakes. But yeah, I, I don't think, I think it's good to look for someone who like is in college. Um, right. And if you want, like, go ahead to talk to someone who attended a university um, or college, but um, like just to gain advice and maybe even like you ask for like if there's still like if there's still the professor, like maybe even ask um, if you can shadow them or like participate in their research lab. Right. But, um, for me, it gave me nothing <laughs> except just a person I talked to. So. <laughs> Um, what do you think, Matthew? Well, I won't give this one a six out of ten. I think talking to somebody that attends the college can bring a lot of good. I think it has that potential because, like, I think often people, um, when you're just looking at colleges and their websites, you don't actually get to know what the college is actually like. And oftentimes right. people just go to, like, name brand schools and they don't understand, like, the culture of that school, which, um, people that attend are attending or have attended can tell you about but at the same time i think 
everybody has different experiences and everyone has different like likes and dislikes and things that they're looking for in a school some people like like big colleges some people like the really small private ones um and i think it just depends so i think it's a mix between doing your own research and talking to people right yeah, right so this next one says try to create a support network uh yeah i give this a 10 out of 10. um because we're humans are social creatures all right um even though uh some people do enjoy their own company more we do rely on each other in different indirect ways and so right. if you're suffering from something um it's best to try to connect with others who are going through the same thing with you like right. positive if they're encouraging like a very harmful behavior don't <laughs> but if they're actually wanting to like be there for you um support you in positive ways where you grow as a person mm -hmm. and um yeah i it's best to try to i mean like um i've joined many communities that supported um like people with mental illness um or struggles and also like uh college <laughs> support groups and i've gained a lot of advice and um experiences through those so right. i do that trying to create a support network um is best right so this next one like i have i have so much to say about because it is really true. So this one says education is a privilege, so don't waste your opportunities. I, you know, I remember a couple years ago when all the college admission scandals came out and all the, all the, all the students who are either denied or they, you know, they couldn't afford college. They were pissed because they were taking advantage of education, which should be a human right, but sadly it is a privilege. And I also hate to see people in, in high school and in college, and this is great advice for, for high schoolers who are freshmen or sophomore, do not waste your any of your time, especially in school. You know, you're, you're there for like six to nine hours a day, but there's so much for you to do and there's so many different opportunities that you can take. It's ridiculous. Don't be a sheep and follow everybody else. Exactly. And Sophia, um, did I summarize what you're going to say? Or do you have something a little Wait, different? What? Did I summarize everything that you were going to say? Or did I, uh, do you have something different to say? No, uh, you actually uh, were pretty on point <laughs> with what, what I was going to say. Right. Um, what about you, Matthew? Um, yeah, I definitely agree with everything you were saying. And just thinking about beyond just the U.S., there's like millions, tens of millions of kids that don't have access to education. And it's right. easy to be like, oh, I hate school. And like, I've, I'm guilty of saying that all the time. Right. Um, but education really is a privilege that you are able to go to school, go to college, um, get quality education. And yeah, so don't waste your time there. With and with And with that being said, um, I'm not saying that our current education system needs it does need it does need some big changes, but I'm not I'm definitely not saying that. And I'm also not saying that our educational system doesn't oppress people. Um, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that we actually have uh, public education compared to other countries that don't. Um, and so it really is important. Um, this next one uh, we're talking and. Oh, I feel like this one's such a really good one, too. Uh, this one says, research the course curriculum. <laughs> um, <laughs> Read the rubric. So this, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, okay, I give this a 10 out of 10. Right. You need, you need to literally take your, the time out of your day, out of your week, to research, like, the course that you're going to be taking. I made so many mistakes when taking classes <laughs> like um and 
Like, I just pick them because, oh, they sound fancy. <laughs> but I never really put too much effort into, like, the rubric, the syllabus, um, like, even the curriculum itself. Right. And though I learned a lot from those classes, I prefer not to uh, have taken them because it dropped the GPA down. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that one's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> what about you, Matthew? Yeah, I give this one a 10 out of 10. Research um, the classes that you're going to be taking, you're going to thoroughly. I mean, just teaching the college in general is good because oftentimes people will go for just like the quote unquote name brand schools, like the Ivy Leagues, um, where they might not be able to provide the things that you want to pursue. And talking about course curriculums, it's so important to like figure out what the sorry what classes you need to take like i'm trying to go for an aa degree right now over the summer i took a psychology and sociology and philosophy class only to find out that none of them are requirements so i wasted all my time taking these two classes that didn't count towards anything uh, <laughs> that's terrible um it is. And also, like, I know this isn't on here, but this, like, now that Matthew brought that up, I also want to point out here that counselors, you cannot always trust counselors. Like, you really can't. Um, and no, I know. you cannot. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I just triggered Sophia. <laughs> so um, you really can't trust counselors, high school or college ones, because honestly, like, especially if you want to tag into a university, um, or transfer into a university from community college, they have no, a lot of times they have no fucking clue what's going on. And it's the same thing for high school, uh, for high school ones as well. Like, um, you know, I was taking, uh, or I was talking to one of my, um, uh, one of my counselors and, you know, they were telling me, oh, that I need to take um, like sociology, um, for, you know, the specific degree that I wanted. And I was like, I don't like, that's not even like, that's not even close to what I want to do. Um, that's not close to veterinary medicine. That's not what I want. And it's not a required class that I was about to take. Um, and so they can really waste your time. Mm -hmm. Like exactly. Um, I've seen like so many people really like hate what they did because they followed what their counselor said like hell my counselor like this week red zone me okay <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of counselors are jack are just assholes <laughs> and i it's best to do your own research like and seek advice at the same time right so like you could get like gain per, like different perspectives Right. Also, it's really good to talk to professors. Yeah. Like, they give you the most advice. <laughs> yeah. This last like, one. Oh, sorry. I totally forgot. Go ahead, Matthew. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, I would like to say that um, it's not always the counselor's fault so much that it is just the role of a counselor to do so many things. They have yeah. to create schedules. They have to provide emotional counseling and then to be expected to provide career counseling as well as well as things about college i think the role of a counselor is just they're so spread thin they really are number of students they have to take care of and the number of roles that they have that oftentimes they just don't have the training or the experience necessary to go in depth so that's why i think it is important to get surface level understanding from your counselors but then go more in depth by yourself yeah yeah i get that yeah like, i think like most colleges should like spread out counselors into different fields where they specialize in yeah and finally this last one probably one of my favorite ones um each of us get to write our own story oh <laughs> i love this one um so yeah 10 out of 10 um well like other people are important too but um yeah it's like what you choose um, in your life um, is a story. <laughs> um, it's like a page, a chapter, and um, it's best to look out for yourself and the people you love um, and just focus on what you want to do and what you are truly passionate about. Right. Uh, what about I you? Like, 
20 out of 10. (laughs) I don't mean to go like all existentialist on you guys, but I think everybody really has free will and you're not dependent on anybody else, as Sophia said. Well, they are important. You're not dependent on them. And really, you have the choice to do whatever you want with your life. And this is kind of going back to all those other pieces of advice, things like don't, you can say no to other people, don't follow what other people say. Right. It's important to think that way. Right. Um, this was, this was fun. Like, I really liked this episode. Um, we talked about a lot of different things. And so I hope, I mean, I, I really hope that you learned something. Um, I, I know, like, I really know that there's going to be like one or two Karens that are going to fucking DM us on Instagram because they're like, you guys are, you guys are, you guys are too young to be reading and like reviewing advice. And I'm about to fucking block them. Like I, oh I, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I, I think this is like a great and important time to talk about because to talk about like just because and this is literally the entire reason now that I think about it why we made this podcast and this blog is because students uh, you know all the way from middle to college know way more than what it's painted that we know um, and that's why. And I think it's also important to create a space where we can talk and flourish and grow and honestly connect um, like this. Um, And so it's great. Um, Thank you two for being on today's episode. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for having us. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Um, I really learned a lot. Um, You know, I'm, I know, I, you know, I'm a senior in high school and I learned a lot um, so far in my educational journey, but there were some really great pieces of uh, advice that I haven't even considered from there. Um, and by the way, I was super shocked about like how relative, uh, like relating um, the advice from adults was to now, like I was super shocked. I really thought it was going to be trash. Um, so that was super like great to see. Um, other than that, I really hope you learned something or um, connected with something from today's episode. If you want ever want to reach out to us to be on a, on an episode or to talk to us about partnering on an article or something like that, feel free to email us. We are, we do have our general email. It is inwill, I-N-W-I-L-L, podcast at gmail.com. Now, if we're always checking our emails so if you just want to talk to us or chat um with us that's the place to do it our dms are also always open um and we reply to all of your dms um other than that thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and i will see you next time